Hello and welcome back or welcome if it's your first time to the Coffee and Chill podcast where we talk about anything and everything, everything. because why, why not? <laughs> get your coffee, get your tea, it's about to go down. Would you like to introduce the topic? Okay, so today we're talking about mental health within the Somali community. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's not funny, but... Yeah, it's. I've realized lately there's been more talk about it, especially in the younger younger generation, aka yeah. us. Um, but I don't know. I think. Do you think it's a issue with lack of education or and information amongst the Somali people? Is that the reason why there's like this? Oh, mental health doesn't quote unquote exist kind of thing in our community, or. Is there another reason? Mm, I think it's because our parents, honestly, back in Somalia, mental health meant someone who was just off the wagon. So basically, they were just not acting sane. Someone yeah. who was not sane. That was seen as mental health. The Things like depression, anxiety. anxiety was not a thing. They thought someone who had depression was like the quiet kid you know or mm. like or this one about anxiety oh my god he doesn't talk and then they put him out in the spot and yeah. tell him like you have to talk now you know and uh, our parents also went through you know civil war yeah. and like lots of things throughout like you know everything that happened in Somalia they had to go to another country and there were it's, fish it's, out of water exactly so it's as if like you know they have to keep themselves together because no one ever no one really talks them. about it you know because when we talk about like oh mom do you believe in like mental health they'll be like no no we don't you know because they they think like you know we've been through the worst of the worst and we're and, still here and yeah. sane therefore like why should someone have depression when they live in, in a, West. a country western country where yeah. they have everything you they know have opportunities that they didn't have exactly back home exactly or they so, were like their opportunities were taken away because of the civil war exactly knowing that their parents their families they they had to losing, see dead bodies on losing the floor. your loved ones and everything exactly i think they they really most of them have ptsd but it's just kind of brushed under the rug kind of yeah and they don't really discuss it and i feel like sometimes they are so used to just pushing it to the back of their head that they don't even think about it that they've convinced themselves that things like that don't exist kind of oh it just happens or qadr allah yeah you know allah's will you know if something happens it happens yeah. and i understand all that but even though many youths are talking about mental health and it's a great thing, yeah. but they talk about things, the way they talk about it, like, oh, my parent ignored my mental health. And it's like, listen, they, your mom, <laughs> your went, mom through went through hell and back. Literally, hell and back. And she went through changing a different, entire country. 
So give her time to understand that even though you have like a lot of things on this world yeah. now, that you're going through something, but just give them a chance at least, because they're gonna think like without parents, the things that they went through, what they think about is that even they 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 themselves say that oh someone else goes has it worse yeah. than me, so who am I to say anything? Mm. It's like, I mean, imagine look at the person who's worse off than you and appreciate your life kind of thing. But then for, for, I can't talk for everybody, but sometimes I feel like us that were raised outside of Somalia, we tend to look at the person above us and say, why can't we have that? Why can't we be at their level instead of realizing that there are worse people, worse off people Mm -hmm. and there are better off people than us. But at the end of the day, we need to kind of um, look at both sides instead of just focusing on one. I feel like they focus more on the people less fortunate than them, and we focus more on the people better off. Uh, and if we have like a comp- like a middle ground, I think that'll be the good point mm-hmm. point in our community. Yes. And the other thing is like sometimes when it comes to mental health they're like oh it's just in your head you know pray you've lost your connection to god a kind of thing yeah. and it's like i get it yes we're supposed to seek help from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. we're supposed to ask him for guidance in all our um all our life issues and whatnot but at the same time allah provided us with means to find help, immediate help it's all about earth. effort it's like saying, oh, I want this and I want that. But you're not going to put in effort and you expect Allah to give you everything. <laughs> no, not even that, not even that. You ask, you make the you ask, Jannah, but you don't work. But you don't pray. That's basically it. The reason why we pray is to ask for Jannah, is to ask for forgiveness, is to pray it's to, to Allah increase our good I deeds. can't ask for forgiveness or ask for Jannah if I do not pray. That's where the effort comes in. Yeah. So if you're looking at in that aspect, you have to do able to do something. The thing our parents do not understand is that when you're trying to fix things, you have to do, you have something, to do something to fix it. Like I mean, actively. If they if look like, for routes, I've you know? tried to explain to my mom like this: if she had a physical pain right now, is she gonna pray so that physical pain goes away? No. Uh, like Allah she, Allah she's gonna, Allah but she's... gave us brains for that reason so that's we what can separates go. us from animals literally exactly so we can we can our own like we as us as human beings we were able to create painkillers and a lot of forms of medication yeah. yeah and that's because Allah intended us to know those things mm. but I try I try to explain that and that's how she saw me trying to explain like mental health is that if you want it gone yeah. or if you wanted to manage it even sometimes can never go yeah medications there are medications to help ease yeah. the symptoms of certain me- mental health disorders and mm. it's just knowing that i had an experience in a psychiatric ward and there was a patient who literally had hormonal imbalance imbalances that caused the depression. depression so no matter what 
like the they had therapy to give, she has yeah yeah like, it's still still that that at a young age she had to take uh basically she had to uh, get a retirement she had to retire because of the hormonal imbalances yeah that caused her depression oh, which wow. ruined basically basically ruined her life so this people thinking like oh it's just how you feel and just it'll go away no 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 no. it's much more than it's, that it's much more scientific deeper. than that it's just i don't know sometimes i feel like with some some of our elders talking to them it's just a brick wall kind of thing yeah so you just have to kind of pick and choose your battles of who to educate and who to just be like yo you know what you do you Mm-hmm. not even that it's just that how when they say like all this is like the devil oh my god and it's like i hate when they say that it's like listen, i'm like if, if you're you looking don't... at islam and the muslim world way back science uh philosophy and a lot of other things it were came our forte. from islam <laughs> It was our forte. They act you know? like it's the work of the of the gala. But I'm like majority of the scientific research and the scientific information comes from Islamic backgrounds. Like no, Muslim, that, Muslim countries. It, it all Muslim started countries. from uh, basically the Greek the Greeks they basically uh, put up the question itself of science and what is there to science and itself. And the Muslim scientists what they did way back provided evidence provided evidence and provided research it, even the, the first one of the first technically universities open was by a muslim female scientist in morocco who made a university so people could, could learn about it. yeah yeah so they would have more researchers so islam has very much to do with sciences even mental health and even in the Quran, there's so many things that scientists have recently found and like they have like scientific evidence for mm-hmm. that was explained in the Quran 1400 years ago. And it's like, if you are able to take that, why can't you take this as well? Yeah, it's like picking and choosing. Not even that, I think the one of the biggest ones is when uh, we go through everything <laughs> that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went through. That was one of the things bestowed on, like, on this yeah. ummah. So one of the things that he went through was depression when the angel Jibril Jibril wouldn't speak, wouldn't to, speak him. to him yeah. and he got depression over that. Mm-hmm. So when, subhanAllah, when people are mocking someone's mental health, what about the mental health Muhammad Sallam went through? I mean, it was already said, everything that he goes through, we yeah, go through. Yeah, and the surah came came down regarding what had happened and it's just i think it's a lack of understanding the quran and understanding the religion Mm. most people i feel like we were just we were blessed to be born into the religion but do we actively seek out knowledge no that is the question i think we do have a lot of answers if we Seek that to it, and sometimes and, you know how I love I love like our parents. Honestly, I love Somali parents. <laughs> However, there was this okay where they say a hadith that does not make sense. You know it does not make sense, and, and you're like, where did 
yeah, yeah, or their understanding. And I was like, you can't just add your understanding to something that was clearly said. Yeah. You know, and how they say, but yeah, but they were prophets. No, but they were our guidance. It's like saying, <laughs> it's like going on a, on, a, on a tour of a museum and then deciding, oh no, I'm not going to follow the guider. I'm just going to do my own thing. Exactly. This is, it doesn't work like that. They were there. The prophets were there to guide there are examples. Us. Like, mo- majority of the stories in the Quran are to show us and to educate us. But people just, they pick and choose and it's just ridiculous sometimes. And that's, that's where the clash happens. And then they tell you, you don't even know. Like, no, what do you even You're know? young. You don't know nothing. Exactly. So that's like <laughs> the, 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 the aspects of trying to explain to your parents about mental, mental health. Secondly, now I'm actually quite happy there are more and more uh, Muslim, Somali, whoever, like mental health advocates, advocates mm-hmm. and even associations yeah. that even talk about things like that or you are able to go to them or even call them you know and it's all done in confidentiality mm. even here uh, i was quite surprised my friend lena she was uh, doing a Finna- mental health finnish association yeah, finnish? No. finnish mental health association yeah that one <laughs> okay so confused <laughs> by that so she was doing an event where she called us african basically women or like any women it was like, the majority like african foreigners foreigner women and then we were talking about mental health and the things i heard that and these were mothers also and i was so surprised like of all the things that i was hearing and the 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 stress and everything they go through and the whole event was so good like we talked about a lot of things obviously i can't, can't say it because of confidentiality yeah. and i respect them but it was just so deep and it just felt re- like refreshing yeah i was so relieved you know talking about a lot of stuff when it comes to work dealing with being in another country and Learning they were a like whole new language society yeah. different culture and even like being born in Finland and stuff like that and dealing with like being different and like feeling like you know you're not part of this country yeah. some say that oh you're like you're a Finn you're but some say like say, you're a Somalian yeah. and it's like uh like I feel like that if I have that one proud moment it's gonna be all crushed down kind of feeling yeah. so that's why I avoid that whole situation but honestly now I feel like now in 2019 it's very a lot more parents Open foreign parents are talking about their mental health they are even in somalia now they the hospital they opened up recently yeah yeah. i've been googling <laughs> and, and watching so many stuff about it and, and it makes me so happy like there's this one mother and it was like i think what was the i don't know it was like a talk show or something that was happening yeah. and then the the doctor lady that was there the somali doctor she was talking about how in somalia when somebody has a mental health issue, they are usually, for example, tied to a tree or their leg is tied to the bed so they can't like do anything. And then she was like, yes, it's bad. Yes, it has like, they shouldn't be doing that. But at the end of the day, we, we need to realize that 
for example, if a mother, there was this one mother she was talking about, she said she had one kid with mental health issue and she had another two little ones and the dad, subhanAllah, he died. So she was fending for the family by herself. So the whole reason she tied him to the bed, to the his leg to the side of the bed, was that so he doesn't run away. Because this kid, he doesn't know where he's going, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And she was so afraid that when she goes out to do stuff, or even if she's in the house, that he would leave and she wouldn't be able to find her son. So she was like, as much as it broke her heart, she decided that she, to keep him safe, she was going to tie him to the bed. Mm-hmm. And that was because she didn't have any other form or any other way of getting him help. Yeah. But then now with the hospital that was open, she was she took her son there and then he got the help he needed and now he's back. And I guess even if he doesn't fully if he's not fully capable of taking care of himself, he is a lot better compared to what he was, let's say, a year ago when she didn't have this help. So I was just so happy that they opened up the hospital and I was just like, Alhamdulillah now all the people, even if they don't want to admit that they have mental health issues, I guess people can go there and to get help and to even talk. Most of the time, depression and anxiety and, and the stress that they go through and the whole civil war thing happening, it's like they don't have a way out. They don't have a let out. They don't. If they talk about it, that could be all the help that they need. They might not even need medications, but... Most of the time, people are just like, okay, what happened, happened, qadr Allah, let's move on. And they don't talk about it, and it just builds up and builds up until they finally snap. And then now, all of a sudden, he's crazy. Exactly. He's crazy because of all the, the stuff he had to deal with. And then when that kind of happens, people are like, oh, like he's not connected to Allah. And I'm just like, Allah would not cause harm on his creation. Exactly. It's like they're, 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 they're blaming Allah for things that happen. I'm just like, subhanAllah, people really need to chill with that, honestly. If Allah ta'ala intended something for you, He intended for you for a reason. I don't think they should say, like, oh, you were cursed. Oh, 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 I hate that when they say, wa hawa arantahai. That word boils my blood. That's honestly, I'm like, I find that really irritating. It's like, why would you say that? Allah hates mad. But honestly, I think at the end of the day, the first step into healing and... Oh, my bad. The first step into healing, the healing process is acknowledging that there is an issue that needs to be dealt with and then seeking the necessary help that you need to basically, you know, acquire your health or to talk about it. And not just sit on your ass and be like, you know, what happened, happened. God willed it. So I'm just going to sit here, fold my arms and let it happen. Mm-hmm. No, you need to go out there and find help. There's this analogy my mom always uses. I don't know where she got it from. Yeah. But she was like, I think it was one of the hadiths. I can't really remember. And then she was like, asking Allah for something and not working for it is like standing in the middle of the road with oncoming traffic and expecting you not to get hit by a car mm-hmm. meaning you need to physically move out though you can't just stand there and be like yeah allah protect me from this car 
exactly without moving your legs allah gave you two legs for that reason to walk away but i think alhamdulillah now there's so much more awareness being raised and more like the conversation is being started so inshallah in the next couple of years there'll be forms of help for people of ethnic minorities not just somali community honestly when you look at it majority of ethnic minority groups they have a similar stance on mental health and they kind of just brush it under the rug until it's too late yeah definitely so starting and finding the issue early on will, will actually make so much more so much more of a difference in the outcome so yeah inshallah hopefully we can proceed forward as humans and just do something about it because people act like when they say mental health they don't look at anxiety and depression and the the quote-unquote lower grade mental health issues they just jump to schizophrenia and um Mm. ones where the person is just but it's like they're so they they just condense it down to mm. crazy oh my god like, and how they skip their vaccination because of autism oh god Parta, that vaccination the whole i'm not vaccinating my kid thing that's a whole topic for another day <laughs> well i hate like definitely i've got a lot of oh, stuff to say about that we just took a class about vaccinations and um immune diseases and it was just mad the number of people that don't vaccinate their kids crazy and it's like and it's like they have no proof as well they running it's the same thing with the it's just like the mom forums but anyway let's not get into that we'll leave that for another day so yeah i think the mental health conversation needs to go on and everybody can do something about it just talking about it talking to your loved ones your friends asking them how are you are you good and not just oh yo what's up but literally sit down with them and be like yo tell me what's good how's life yeah what's happening like they might not open up straight away but if something is bothering them they will if they see that you're genuinely interested in their life and genuinely there to listen and not just ask for the sake of it then they will open up yeah definitely yeah having an outlet and someone to talk to really does make a world of a difference so check on your loved ones (laughs) and uh anything else you want to say marian the one thing i would like to say is that even if your parents won't listen there's so many like mental health associations that you can even call you don't even have to give your name you can just literally rent it out to them and yeah. even if you don't want your family members to know and i know it's really hard you can basically in the the psychiatric what they do the, they have day centers yeah no they have like this online so you oh, can yeah, talk yeah, yeah. to someone they yeah, the psychiatric nurse or like the psychiatric doctor. nurse or doctor online and basically you could talk about they give you certain questions that you have to answer and then you basically talk to diagnose them online you yeah well. they when they diagnose you they have to see you but after that you can say like you're more comfortable online than face to face if you don't want your family members or them lot to know mm. so this is like you know a bit of like tips and tricks and you can even go to these like events like mental, mental health. health awareness events yeah 
they they give out so many leaflets of places and and war, like clinical places you can go to to ask yeah. for help online like help self help kind of information as well so and if you're panic if you're if you get a panic attack or like anxiety attack just call the ambulance do not do not do not delay stuff like that because it is dangerous and it does affect your own body and your brain yeah so that's about it inshallah hopefully may allah protect our mental health states and and grant us health um but yeah inshallah we'll catch you guys on the next episode bye bye